You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Obehave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Today's episode finds me in Chicago, the windy city, home of the Bears, deep dish pizza, and a remarkable group of people who have been providing homes to cats and helping the elderly for more than 30 years. The group is called Touched by an Animal, and the leader is a retired Catholic nun named Sister Mary John Bender. Now, I'm the featured speaker for this group's spring fundraiser, and I was there to speak on a timely topic, Life Lessons Unleashed by PhDs, that's pretty happy dogs, and CEOs, that's cats extraordinaire. So come join me on this trip to Chicago and learn more about this miaculous group. All of this and more, I just need you to sit and stay for a bit, and we'll be right back after we take this commercial break. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave, we'll be right back. Amazing Pet Expos is coming to a city near you. Admission is always free and your pet is welcome. Shopping, adoptions, free nail trims, discounted shots and microchipping, agility, a pet costume contest, and much more. Plus, meet the guys from Animal Planet's hit TV series Tank and Pit Boss online at AmazingPetExpos.com. Bring your pets to the Pet Expo! Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Hey everybody, this is Arden Moore, your host on the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. Guess where I am today? You never know. I'm actually in Chicago, the Windy City. Yeah, we got the bears, we got the uh, Italian beefs, but we also have this amazing house for cats called Touched by an Animal slash cats are persons too and i'm getting a tour and there are some amazing gymnastic kitties there's kitties with two different colored eyes they have kitty heaven here they've got lots of different places for them to sleep climb and make little deposits as they do there's windows galore they even have a safe outdoor enclosure for them i'm gonna come back i swear as a cat and go to Touched by an Animal. And with us today, we have some folks that have been making this feline heaven on earth. And give us your name, Sue. Susan Buzzo. And your fancy title here. Jack of all trades. And you've been, <laughs> and you've been uh, a Jill of all trades for about two decades? 
Yes. So what yes. made you say, I want to be here, I want to make a difference? Um, to help the animals and to help the elderly people that we help. So explain a little bit about how this group works. Because there's cat rescues and then there's touched by an animal and cats are persons too. Tell us about what sets this one apart. Well, we try to help anybody really in need, particularly the older people that go into either the hospital and uh, they can't take care of their cats so we step in we bring them here to the house and we'll take care of them and when they get out of the hospital we bring them back that's good that's good so they have a good furry friend waiting for them yes and speaking of that who's doing backup vocals on this uh, interview (laughs) that's bruiser bruiser he's doing a mic check (laughs) bruiser's doing a mic check and if we can we also have a couple of folks that are here uh, Jen, introduce yourself to the world. Jen Koshal. And what's your role here with Touched by an Animal? I feed and I feed all the cats and I clean up after them. All right. Um, will you do that for me too? Sure. Okay, awesome. <laughs> and what makes you be here? I mean, you could be doing other things. What makes you want to come here? It's fun and I enjoy having the 80 cats that I'm with all the time. And you can get all their names straight? Yeah. Really? I think you've been writing their names on their paws or something, right? <laughs> How do you know? Hard. There's like seven black cats or something, right? Yeah, there's maybe a little more black cats. Okay, but you know every one of them. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. And last but not least, we have a nice gentleman here. Jim, you are? Jim Wallace. And tell us what brought you here. Well, to be honest, I was looking for extra work, and but I do love cats. So You know, I have a saying that real men love cats, and this guy's living proof. What do you think cats and guys, what makes that such a good connection? I'm not really sure about that. Um, I don't know. What is it about cats that you like? Just their independence and individuality and, yeah. you know. you got a lot of pers- personalities here. <laughs> yes, that's for sure. So who's a, who are a couple of your favorites here? Um, I like Sheldon a lot, who is an old cat with cancer. Okay. Um, and what's he, what's he like? What is it that he gets you... He seems like he has old wisdom in his nice. eyes. He yeah. looks. He reminds me of an old lion or mm-hmm. something like that. And who's your other favorite? My other favorite I took home, and that is Dolce. Dolce! Dolce! Dolce Vida. And when did you adopt him? It's a girl. Oh, and girl. I adopt, Pardon me? I adopted her last Sunday. Oh, my gosh. What made you say she's the one? I think she chose me, actually. Yeah. And don't you think cats usually do that yeah, more so than dogs? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And how is she settling in at your home? She is settled in absolutely perfectly. Does she have control of the remote control now on um, TV shows? Not yet. Not is it yet. on Animal Planet or not Jackson's yet. My Cat from no, Hell? No. Not okay. Yet, but right. Give her time. Yeah, I'm sure she'll get there. I have all these other four-leggers that want to be interviewed. In fact, there's one named Bogart. Can you, Sue, share the tale of what Bogart's special talent is? Well, actually, Jen could probably... Jen, we... We're having a little hissy fit. All right, guys. Be nice. Jen, tell us about the talents of Bogart. (laughs) Bogart loves to play with the mop when I'm cleaning. I'll start from the wall over there, and then he'll run up on the side of it and just back and forth so he's like a feline curling champ yes exactly and so he's found a new way to expend energy oh yeah that's we do it for a few minutes at a time just to you know get rid of his energy and you know there's a feline agility an actual sport but i think he's created a new one yeah he's really he's really agile he's always running around jumping from shelf to shelf climbing hanging and so when you're at your own house mopping your floor do you kind of miss bogart yeah i miss bogey i call him bogey kind of boring right yeah Bogart, we'll see you in the Olympics. Hey, everybody, this is Arden Moore with the OBHAVE Show on Pet Life Radio. As I said, we're in Chicago, and I have a very special guest right here on a kitchen table, at a kitchen table. Well, she's not on the table. She's sitting next to the table. 
But for over three decades, she has been giving uh, a second, third, fourth chance to many cats in needs, and she's helped the people that love cats. I am talking, of course, of the person who founded Touched by an Animal, also known as Cats Are Persons too, the one and only Sister Mary John Bender. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank you, and we're really happy to have you here as our presenter for our benefit tomorrow, our Spring Books and Baskets benefit. And you have this every year about this time, right? Yes, we have two benefits a year. Um, this one in the spring, which we call Books and Baskets, because we invite the author of some animal-related book. Okay. And then one in the Sunday before Thanksgiving, okay. which is in Thanksgiving for all the animals and people who touch our lives. I like it. I like it. We're here with Mary John Bender, and I think we are kindred spirits. We both want to bring out the best in pets and their people. And you're reaching a special population group, the seniors. And so you did your thing as a nun. You were the Ram McNally of the 70s and 80s. And now you are the cat whisperer. I guess so. And my particular interest is in the healing power of right. animals. Okay, I should also say that we changed the name from Cats or Persons 2, which was essentially stressing that cats are, are creatures that deserve respect, just as humans do, only in their own right. Mm-hmm. Uh, we changed the name to Touched by an Animal because, for one thing, I didn't want people to think that we only cared about cats. We care about all animals and creatures, human as well. And I'm sorry, which one is this with the purr that's like a diesel engine here? Oh my gosh, you're Mr. Tuxedo. Wow, you have a purr like a diesel. He's purring right into the microphone. He knows who the uh, cat whisperer is. So go ahead. So you want to make sure for all animals. Yeah, for all animals. You ever have a little chat with God and and talk about these for for babies? What's the message you're hearing? All the time. That they just have a different looking body, but they have the same. They're made in his image and likeness. They have a message for us directly from him of patience, of whatever it happens to be from that particular cat at that time. But they have souls. They are a part of God. All living creatures are. Well, all of nature is. And we make a mistake by separating them. We make a mistake by hierarching. You know, the, the old theology was God, angels, humans, animals, plants. And it really shouldn't go like that. Okay. Um, even the plants tell us something about God's beauty and God's seasonal blessings. Uh, if we look at any of these things in nature, and particularly in the living creatures of God, I, I look in their eyes, I, that picture you showed me of your dog, what I saw right away was his eyes, and I could see him just looking straight at me, and I knew that there was something in that face, the message that I should get. This is a, um, this is a dog that was saved, this is Chipper, and I call her my best friend. Mm-hmm. Because there, she's so intuitive. And I suspect there's some kitties here that just seem to know when you're having a bad day or when you're oh, in a yes. good mood, right? Oh, very much so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. The people that we help tell us the same thing. And speaking of the people that we help, what happened there is that... Oh, I started telling you about the name change. Right. Um, so Eleanor used to love to watch the show Touched by an Angel. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so one night we were watching it, and she looked up at me real bright, and she said, you know, you've been trying to think of a new name for Cats or Persons too that shows that we care about all animals. She said, but they all send us messages from God, so why not call it Touched by an Animal? I said, that's a great idea. So we went through all the legal papers and changed the name. I never dropped Cats or Persons too. My intention originally was to do so, because too many people knew us by that name. Right. So we just kind of go by either or at this point. It's a DBA or an AKA. But the whole idea is that yes they they definitely give us messages um, uh, from God all the time and 
you know, those books about everything I needed to know I learned from my cat or my dog right. or my bird or my fish. <laughs> and you're helping people who also are in transition, too. You have folks that may be elderly or temporarily needing some extra health care, mm-hmm. and they get reunited with their pets. But there's some young people. You've screened them very carefully, but you've also cared for some people that are maybe moving from out of, of country coming here, and they love their cats, and they don't they want to have a nice home for those cats. Right. And some of the people, some of the cats that we have here, okay, of the 70 or 80 cats that we have in the house right now, because that number differs daily, about a third of them are always ones that belong to someone else, so they're not for adoption. Okay. Another third are those that are too old or have some illness problem that nobody's going to want to adopt them. It's not that they're unadoptable, it's that people aren't going to want to adopt them. And the final third are ones that are young and and healthy and able to be adopted, which we would love it if they would be because it gives us room for the others. But of the ones that we're taking care of for other people, Mm -hmm. sometimes those people come over and become our volunteers. Nice. Uh, They come over and and, uh, visit their cats, and then they do whatever they can to help us as well. So we engage them that way. Sometimes we're helping a person take care of a cat or, or dog in their home, and because they're elderly, the animal dies. Give them a little bit of time, and then we'll talk to them about, can we bring you another cat? Oh, no, because I'm too old. I won't be able to take it. Don't worry about it. You're just borrowing it from us. You're fostering it. There you go. Because uh, And we'll support it because we know these people have no money. Right. We'll take care of its health care. We'll give you food and litter for it, and we'll send someone over to make sure that everything is okay. You're just taking care of the cat for us because it belonged to somebody else who was elderly, and it would get along a lot better in a home like yours than it would in our big orphanage. So, you know, do us that favor. Well, of course, they fall in love with it, and that's wonderful. That's nice. And then when something happens to the person, we get the animal back. Yes. Or sometimes we get it back temporarily. Like, there's a cat right now that I have in another volunteers home at the moment because the woman is in a rehab center she broke her hip but when she comes back to her home she'll get that cat back nice nice um so that's that's you've been in this neighborhood three decades so you've Mm -hmm. seen kids grow up here and so everybody knows that house on the corners exactly for a good reason yes as a matter of fact it's kind of fun as as you saw we have a screened in yard it was one of the first things i did because i was trying to write my thesis teach oh my gosh with all the cats yeah and (laughs) my office i made from the sun porch because i like a lot of sun so i had a big table out there that i used to write on well these I had 30 cats that are all around me. You know, this isn't going to work. <laughs> so one of the first things that I did is screened in the backyard. The footprint of the backyard is as big as the footprint of the house. Right. And uh, and it goes up more than 8 feet. Yes, it does, yeah. 10, 12 feet. Yeah, it's got a pitch so that they can't to it. climb yeah. up. And it's triple screened with hardware cloth on the inside, bug cloth on the middle and hardware cloth on nice. the outside. So my dad was an engineer. He'd be very impressed. Oh, good. Mary John. And I, I invented all that. And I didn't really? read about it from anybody. I just thought this is the way it ought to be. Right. Uh, and at first I didn't have a floor on it because I, my thought was, hey, well, you know, let a tree grow in here or bushes. Well, of course that doesn't work because the screens, <laughs> yeah. screens kept the sun out. Right. Uh, so then we put down the concrete floor, which is fine because now we can hose it down every day and right. keep it clean. And you have a double door entrance, uh, so it's yes. easy to prevent any uh, feline line houdinis right but then you created this little uh ramp that tunnel. goes into your right. uh, it's a window screen, a screen tunnel from yeah. the window to the screen house nice. so they can run in and out all they want and it's open 24 7 until the very winter when it gets just too cold right then we'll close it but uh, well it open. does snow here in april too so yeah we are in chicago <laughs> I, I told them i told sue i said okay if you're opening the screen house today just tell everybody to wear their fur coats when they go out because cats that is 
yeah. uh, because it's still cold out there. And well, they were digging they, it outside. We we, yeah. we took a tour of it, and oh, they, they really it. did too. <laughs> so, what's next for you? What I mean, you said that you know, if you wanted to be remembered, if, there, if someone said, "What's your legacy?" and you've done a lot of good for a lot of beans, what would you say? I guess I'd I'd really like the stories of the people that we've helped and the animals that we've helped for those stories to live on. So I am trying to write a book with them so that people reading those stories, not just read a story, but read a story with a message to know how much these animals do for the healing power and the enriching power. That was the other word I was trying to think of. The healing and enriching power of the animals for their people. And I have so many stories of people who have told me you know, how they kept them alive for so long. They give them a reason to get up in the morning. Exactly. Because uh, otherwise, you know, they have to get up to feed the cat. Otherwise, why bother getting up at all? Paging Dr. Kitty. Paging yeah. Dr. Kitty. Exactly. You're wanted. You're wanted. <laughs> well, I, I'm in this house, guys. I've been here over an hour, listeners, and uh, there's an occasional wow. But there isn't, I mean, seriously, you are not. You don't have a lot of mm-hmm. hiss and tell here. No, and we almost never take a cat to a vet for a, a fight, a bite. Nice. I think maybe three times in my 30 years have we ever had a serious bite, Yeah. A wound. Well, Do you of course, think that the cats come in and go, oh, this is the place, this is feline <laughs> heaven I think they figure Earth. it out. What happens when we take in a new cat, of course, you know, I always say I, I feel bad for the cat. If it's been a loved cat in an individual home, Suddenly coming to this big orphanage, it never knew this many cats lived in the whole world, let alone they'd have to interact. So, of course, they're afraid. So we start them out in triple-floored cage upstairs where it's quieter than down here. And they start out um, at the top of the cage. Okay. And the two lower levels are closed off to them so that other cats, they can see them on the floor, but the cats can't reach them. Right. Give them a gradual introduction. And then when the cat and the new cat in the upper cage, which also will give it a little uh, cave-like bed to hide in if it wants to or or cover it with a blanket for a while until it becomes more acclimated. Then we open up the second floor by taking out the litter box. And then it can get down to the second floor, and that way it's more at eye level with mm-hmm. the other cats. But by this time, the other cats know that this new cat is there, and ho-hum, we've had a lot of new cats, who cares? They don't really bother it. Well, you know, I think it's good, too, because if some of the one-third that is out for adoption, you already have a built-in proof that these cats get along with other cats. Right. So if somebody wants to adopt another cat, there's a good chance that they'll be buddies. Yeah. And also, we invite dogs in periodically so that we can see which cats don't care about the dog or oh, go good. up to the dog or run and hide. I should have brought Chipper. She's, yeah, she loves go. all cats. Yeah. We also invite children mm-hmm. so that they get used to all that. So anyway, the third level is opened up so that the new cat can run from the floor all the way up to the third cage. Nice. But it's still caged. Right. And the others, as I said, it finds out the others really don't care about it. They're not going to attack it. During this time, we have veterinary exams, of course, blood right. work and all that to make sure it's fine. And made sure it has no parasites or anything else to give our cats. So this whole process of acclimating them to our house takes two to three weeks. And then finally, we just open the bottom level, and it can come and go. That's good. And it it does. It comes out, and then if it doesn't like another cat, it sees or something, it runs back in, and that's, that's its private place. Good. And it can hiss at another cat who wants to come in and keep it out. So... Then when we see that it's out more than it is in, we close up the cage and, hey, you're here. So it's a gradual process. That's nice. Not traumatic for them. If the cat is older, 14, 15, we try to get it into an individual home rather than have it have to uh, climb it here. Some of them don't acclimate, and so we have them in rooms like this, which was my bedroom, that now has a 
a wired door on it so it can still see the cats. People go in and out. Right. And actually, we can open that door, too. If Like, Lily likes to come out periodically, but then she likes to go back in there. Well, that's um, good because you give them a lot of options, and I don't think right. sometimes people get that kind of options. <laughs> that's true. So, hey, and folks, they go get ahead. Those who, like when people come to the door and mm-hmm. they aren't particularly fond of uh, <laughs> people, they'll run upstairs or they'll run outside. But I've been headbutted by yeah. a pack of these beauties <laughs> yeah. oh, absolutely. today. They so you've you got some outgoing ones, too. So for people, then, we send volunteers into their homes to help them maintain their animals. And I always say, you know, it's not just the animal. I say, go have tea with the person once a week or once right. every couple of weeks and just kind of talk with them and see what that person needs. And sometimes we'll then contact a social worker or a caregiver and say, you know, I think this person needs to get out more. Right. Or we'll take them out. So I used to, in fact, I have a van, minivan, uh, with the, I used to have one, I don't know, that had a wheelchair lift because oh. of Eleanor. Yeah. So I got them all to be volunteers at the Botanic Gardens when they built the enabling garden at the Botanic Gardens, which is a special place for people with mm-hmm. disabilities. And so on every other Sunday, I would pack the minivan. I had one woman who was blind, a man who was deaf, and also a little mentally uh-huh. on the edge. Eleanor, who was in a wheelchair and had strokes, heart attacks, and cancer, and a woman who had a balance problem. And so the five of us would go off to the Botanic Gardens every other Sunday. Nice. And they'd all have their little job to do in the enabling garden. So it got them out and uh, gave us something else to do. So we we try to do that. We try to help the person with whatever they might need, uh, as well as the animal. Well, we're speaking with uh, Sister Mary John Bender, and uh, we've got this cute little Mr. Tuxedo has been making sure that I'm accurately quoting her. And uh, we look forward to your event tomorrow. And how do people find out about your organization? I'll look on our website, touchedbyananimal.org. Of course, they can call 773-728-6336. I'm always the one that answers the phone, and I'll you know interview or give information or whatever. So when it comes your time to go to heaven, what do you think God's going to say to you? Oh, Mary John? I don't know, but I'm sure hoping that, well, you know, Mary John, you saw me in little beings that other people ignored and didn't see me in, or just saw as an animal and not as a reflection of me. Uh, yeah, I hope that's what... And you're going to have some a uh, lot of felines waiting for you. I'm I hope sure it happens am. a long time from now, but what a great sure way am. to come through the gates of heaven. Yes. Yeah, there will be a lot of cats there to meet me, including the very first ones that I took in. Right. Who, you know, each of whom has a story all its own, which I'd like to write in the book. This lady is an amazing woman, listeners, and so are all the staff and volunteers. I love being here inside Touched by an Animal. We're going to learn more after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and purr. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com 
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Jen Davis, the creator of Garfield, urging you to listen to the O Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. Oh, yeah? We'll see about that. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Obehave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Obehave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm also the speaker for their big spring event for Touched by an Animal here in Chicago. So we are now going to take you to the hotel, to the big banquet hall. You know, all organizations aren't going to thrive unless they have a team of volunteers. And at Touched by an Animal, there's an army. And I think one of the generals is a gal right here by the name of Kathy Hilton. Hey, welcome to the show, Kathy. Oh, thank you very much, Arden. All right, so tell us what your role is with Touched by an Animal. I'm basically, I go to different pet stores, Pet Supplies Plus, for example, and I bring a cat and some literature, and I go there twice a month, and I get people to notice us and give information and basically, you know, let them know about our organization and what we do, and, you know, hopefully they'll join us. So what's a a cat fact you'd like to share with people that are maybe considering adopting one of the Touched by an Animal cats? Well, I adopted two from there. Oh, you did it. Yes. Okay. And uh, they are wonderful animals. They come up to people. They're very friendly. And why get a kitten or from a kitten mill or when you've got an animal there that's looking for a home and, you know, they're very lovable. And So tell me a little bit about your two. Okay. I have two. I adopted Zulu, her name is. Um, yes. Shout out to Zulu. Yes. And she is six years old. She's a long hair pastel tortoise shell. Okay. She's a feisty little girl. Okay. And then I also have Gidget, who I had before. It's Gidget Surf. No, she oh, okay. doesn't. Okay, no. Okay. Try to get to beach party. I know. No, no, not too close to the beach. Okay. And then there's Alfie. Alfie's your third cat? Yes, Alfie I adopted two years ago from Touched by an Animal. And he started out looking like a little Siamese, but now he's a 17-pound tabby. Woohoo! So, uh, yes. So when he moves in the house, do you hear him? Yes, and yes. Well, he fights with the girls too, so play fights. I hope. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's like it's like siblings. You know. Yeah. There you go. There yes. You go. Yes. So there's a lot of pet organizations out there, Kathy. What made you say I want to help out? Touched by an animal, cats are persons too. Okay, my cousin was involved with them before, so she kind of turned me on to them, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you know, I just got to know Mary John at, at. I think we went to some function and everything, and you know, I got talking to Mary. John. So I just started coming and everything and got into the volunteer spirit and here I am now. It's, it was five years later, so I'm still there. Well, we're speaking with Kathy Hilton and I'm very, very happy for all you're doing for cats and people too and thanks for being a guest. Okay, Arden. Thank you very much. Alright, we are here at the big event for Touched by an Animal. Let's tune in to hear Sister Mary John Binder share a heartfelt letter of thanks. This one is from a woman who brought us a cat Eclipse a few years ago, and she's been sponsoring him ever since. So this year, I think around just before Easter, I was trying to send out thank you notes to those that didn't get them at Christmas for supporters, and I sent her a picture of Eclipse. So she writes this note to Eclipse and myself. Dear Mary John and Eclipse, thank you so much for the picture. I loved it. It came at the right time as I needed some cheering up. My husband is in the hospital, and I am sad. 
I needed something to dry my tears and put a smile on my face. You did it. I smile from ear to ear to know how happy you are. I think of you often, and I will never forget seeing you outside so cold and hungry. Thank God you are safe and one lucky cat because of the people who care and love you. So that, that felt really, and that was lovely. We can save the animal, but that's not enough. We have to be kind, compassionate, caring, and keep trying to help the person. I think that's one of the things that sets us apart, is that's what people tell us, that I'm the only one that answers the phone, by the way. When you call 773-728-6336, I'm the only one who answers. So no matter how tired, no matter what kind of day it's been, no matter how challenges, I really try to realize that the person on the other end is calling because they love an animal, and therefore we need to help them with that. So, you know, some of you are volunteers for other shelters. If you know other people who handle calls like this, benefit to be compassionate with the person as well as the animal. We're not just here to save animals. Well, that's it for our show from Chicago. I need to catch my plane and head home to Chipper Cleo and KC. At this time, I want to thank my special guest, Sister Mary John Bender, and the wonderful group at Touch by an Animal. Remember to check out this group, see how you can help them out. Go to touchedbyananimal.org. I also want to give a big salute to my awesome producer, Mark Winter. He makes this show happen each and every week. Check out all the shows on Pet Life Radio. We are the biggest on the planet as far as a pet network. Woof, woof. All right. Until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.